Hello, everyone. On this week's episode, I get a chance to sit down with Mikey. Not that the two of us don't get a chance to talk enough otherwise, but it's always good to get him on the show. Uh, together, we talk about the holiday party, which just recently happened this past weekend. Thank you, Barry and Becky, for hosting. That was amazingly generous of you. It was an amazing time, and I, I believe that everyone who went would say the same. Um, we talk about the Super Bowl, which is obviously coming up. We draw numbers for our Super Bowl square pool thing. So those numbers are being drawn on today's episode. And we actually talk about the um, the Strongtown Super Bowl workout, which is becoming a bit of a Strongtown tradition. It's a workout that changes a little bit each year on us, but it's a different style of a workout. And uh, we, we kind of play off the whole Super Bowl theme, and it's a really fun day. So we talk about that, and we also chat a little bit about our ongoing uh, nutrition challenge, the strong, tar- st- strong Start Challenge. So I hope you enjoy the show, and I will see everyone soon. Welcome to another episode of Strongtown Talks. This is a show where we talk with the people and friends of the CrossFit Strongtown community. I'm your host, Dan Gallagher. Hello, everyone. Okay, we're going to try this again. Uh, Mike and I just were recording for a little bit, and uh, the computer kind of crashed on us and isn't being very happy. So, um, but we're uh, we're going to give it another go, and we'll hopefully it will work better this time. So, Mike, it is Sunday. It's January nineteenth. It's the day after the holiday party, and um, we were talking before about how basically if i can't find anyone to be on the show that it's uh that you're my you're the fall guy who ends up hopping in on this and um you did say that doesn't make you feel very important and i I agree with you and that wasn't very nice of me to say so that is correct um so i I just wanted to sort of clear the air and let you know that you're you're an important person and I'm, i'm happy to have you on the show but um if you know anyone that would like to be on the show with me um Sunday mornings around 8 a.m., basically early on the weekends, is a good time for me to record these. So if anyone wants to wake up early and uh, come into the gym, I, I'm... Clearly a time that probably does not work for the majority of people, but of, um, yeah, no, of course. But if they want to, I, I'm happy to have them on here and have a conversation with them. And uh, it, will, it will work out for you as well so that you don't have to, um, you don't have to be the fall guy. So, Mike, the, the Super Bowl is coming up soon. And That's right. we were talking before about how we were selling the Super Bowl squares in the gym and they actually sold, they sold up pretty quickly on us this year in terms of the, the, the board filling up. Yep. Um, the past few years, I, I feel like there's always some squares that are left over and it's sort of uh, last man standing. You or I will sort of buy a bunch of squares, just sort of fill things out at the end. But we thought it would be cool today. We're actually going to be, we're going to be drawing the numbers for the Super Bowl squares on today's podcast episodes that you and I have something to talk about um, for today's show. Let's do it. And we just did, uh, so before round one when we tried this, I asked you if you shook up the hat. Mm-hmm. And you said you did. And shook it right now. And the first two numbers that came out last time were a zero and a one. Yes. So it left me questioning whether you shook up the hat. But I, I will confirm that you were just giving a good shaking right there. So, Mike, let's let's give this a go, and we're gonna start with the AFC teams first. We're gonna draw all the numbers for the AFC teams, 
and then we're gonna put them back in and we're gonna draw the numbers for the um for the AFC. So so where are we looking at? So it's the first official number now? First official the redo. All right. Oh, we redo. have uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Eight was the number in question last night. Not everyone knew what an eight looked like. Okay, second number, Mike. Second number is a nine. A nine. Okay. This was a good shaking. You gave that one a good shaking. Eight, nine. Third number out. Six. Six. Mike, you're going fast through these numbers, bro. What the suspense build? Six. Okay. So on to the fourth number. So we have an eight, a nine, a six. A seven. A seven. Okay, I'm, I'm noticing a pattern here. These seem like clusters. I want to give it a shaking. Shake it up. Shake it up. boy four four okay cover on the board that was the fifth number so now we're moving on to number six yeah it's tricky i fold him up making you work one a one. Oh boy oh boy this is getting exciting okay next number next number three a three okay Guys, we will obviously update the board with this and share these numbers with everyone so you don't have to remember them off the podcast episode. They should remember them off the podcast they, episode. They should. We're testing people. See who actually listens. Zero. Zero. Okay. There are two numbers left. This is suspenseful. Two. Okay, two. Oh, boy. What's the last number? I should be able to figure it out. I think it might be a five. I think it might be a five. What are we looking at? Five. Five. Okay, I got it. I'm good at this game. Okay. So now, Mike, you're going to put all those numbers, you're going to fold them back up, and you're going to put them back in the hat, give the hat another shaking, and we're going to run through this all again for the NFC teams. So far, the computer's still working. I, I think we're good. Got lots of sound effects of folding paper. Mike, he's diligently folding. He's great at this. He's giving the hat a shaking. He's mixing them up. He's reaching in. This is a totally random drawing, people. We don't know what the numbers are going to be. Okay, Mike. All right, first number. Okay, first number for the NFC team, which will be decided later today. Six. Six. Okay. Moving on to number two. The second number drawn. One. A one. Oh. Oh, okay. No one knows what this means yet. I know you're acting like, yeah, you know what it means. Like, oh, that's bad. I know. Like, I know. Two. Two. Okay. Two. I like two. I'm trying to guess the numbers for Mikey Pros. I mean, it's not working very well. Five. Five. Okay. Five. Okay, Mikey's reaching into the hat. He's pulling out another number. Zero. Zero. Ooh. Wow. Zero. Okay. Okay. Moving right along. Four. Four. The sixth number drawn is a four. Mike, we're moving on to the seventh number out of the hat for the NFC teams right now. Which is seven. A, oh, is it really? Oh, I like that. Seven. Seven is seven. The eighth number. Eight. Eight. Ooh, seven and eight, Mike. Where's this going? Where's this going? Nine. <laughs> Nine, okay. We have one number left. I'm going to bet it's number three. 
three. Three. This is this is good. So this worked out better, Mike. Um, last night at the holiday party, we did the beer swap, and it was a similar system. We're drawing numbers out of the hats. And uh, last night, I, I don't know why, I decided to start underlining all the numbers. I, I know sometimes people will put an underline under a six or a nine to differentiate the two because they can look very similar. And I started adding that to all the numbers last night. Yeah, I think somehow like a 100 appeared in there, <laughs> there might have for been some 100. reason. I don't understand there, that there's, one. There's a couple of blank sheets that got mixed in there. Um, I think there was a hashtag that popped up at one point. Um, but today, I actually wrote the numbers out using the words. Words. Using words, which are your best friend, to help sort of keep things you know foolproof. For the, this lottery drawing, so we're going. It did help a lot. It did. You, you didn't have to guess the numbers because they can look like many a thing. So the numbers are drawn. Um, we will update the board for people, and we'll share this in the Facebook group as well, and take a photo so people can see sort of where their squares are. Um, last year, Kathleen did great on these squares. Um, I think she. That is a, your wife. You're referring to? Yes, that one. Um, we don't have well actually we do have another Kathleen at the gym but she goes by Kate yes yeah yeah um, yeah I think she had a 3-3 three, three last year and it popped up twice for like a couple quarters and then you can win big in this you can win pretty big all random but you, you know now like you know now it's all just see what happens with the game and what numbers you get and you know it's uh, you can win pretty big uh, remind me again how this works so the way it works is we just drew numbers 0 through 9 and at the end of each quarter, so say the score is 10-3. Um, AFC has 10, uh, NFC has 3, whatever. You're going to take the last digit. So if someone has 21, 30, whatever the points are. It's or a, 10, like or you just 10, said. It would be the last digit. So you're going to play the 0 and the 3. Whoever has that square, once you go down the column, they win the money for the quarter. Um, and I think the payouts go up each year. This year we kind of mix up a little bit each year. This year, uh, depending on which quarter you win, so if you win quarter four, you're going to win more money than if you win quarter one. And what we also do is we call it, we play the upside down. And the upside down is actually the inverse. So if you had a score, instead of having 10-3, if you had the square that was 3-10 or 3-0, you would also get a little bit of a payout. So just so there's more people who end up winning through the squares uh, through the course of the game. Less generous. It, it is. It makes it a little more fun. Um, so it's not just four winners. That's true. You get a little more action happening on the board. Um, and it's also a day we do a workout for Super Bowl Sunday each year. It's a little bit of a strong town tradition. And Sundays typically for us are always a, a partner or team style workout. And we kind of build on that for the Super Bowl a little bit. Yeah, we do. Uh, we break it into a kind of in a way of, you know, football. We break it into two teams. We split the class in half where we have uh... – you know, if it's 20 people, we have a, you know, 10 and 10 on each team, and we break it into, like, whatever teams they are. In the past, it's been, unfortunately, the Patriots and someone. So, <laughs> Which um, happened not this year, though. Not, not this, this year. year. But, like, you know, in the past, unfortunately, somehow it kept happening. Um, but, you know, yeah, so it's, uh, I think, one year, I remember always the Patriots in Denver. Um, you know, and one, one side's Denver, one side's Patriots, and offense, defense. I remember defense. Paul that year was committed to not letting Denver lose the strong town right. workout yep. that day. Yeah. Especially if he's on yeah, the Denver team. Yeah. He was really motivated that year. Um, so the way the workout works is that you, you touched on a little bit that the class is split into two teams and we basically have an offense and a defense, just like you would in football. Um, 
at the start of the workout, there's basically a coin toss um, to figure out who is starting on offense and who is starting on defense. Now, the defense is doing the same, because this is CrossFit, so we're working out here, we're doing fitness things. The defense is doing the same thing every quarter. So say the defense, just for the sake of conversation, say the defense is a 200-meter run. We're probably not going to be running unless the weekend is like last weekend where it was 70 degrees, but I don't think we're going to be looking at that in February. Um, but say the, the defense is doing a 200-meter run. The offense might be doing, the offense is trying to get as many reps as they can. So they might be doing kettlebell swings. They might be doing wall ball, box jump, some sort of barbell movement. I think one year we did have rounds of Cindy. We've played with that, that a couple times for this workout. I think so, yep. And the way it works is once someone is done on the defense, they basically have to tag someone on the offense, and that person is done doing the work. That is correct. So it's basically a man-to-man style thing. Not man-to-man, but basically like if I'm on the defense, I'm gunning for you to try to get you out of this workout. You basically sort of it typically works out where people sort of partner up almost that you're trying to get the same person out. Yeah, a little little strategy um, where you know once you complete your movement, you want to try to you know whoever you're going after like quickly go tap them so they don't get any more reps, get more points for their yeah, team. Yeah, technically, typically you want to tap the person who's going the fastest. You want to try to tap them out first, um, so they don't have as much time to to get as many reps. That is usually the strategy. It is. And like football, there's an offense-defense. After the entire defense has gotten everyone on the offense out, they then switch, and the offense goes to the defense, and the defense then goes to offense. So it goes back and forth. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, these, are, these are true facts. That yeah, I was just trying to recall. I was like, I think so. I forgot about that point there. Yes. Yeah, so you're not just stuck on defense, that after everyone on the defense is gone, they then switch. So that's why it comes down to the coin toss in terms of who's starting this workout where. Yep, that's right. We haven't programmed this workout yet, so we're going to have to start working on that one to try to get something down for it. Um, But it's a fun day. And then also, like football, at halftime, so after the first two quarters, at halftime the teams sort of flip. So whoever started the game or started the workout on offense, at halftime they then switch to defense, and the defense then starts on the offense. So. I thought you were going to bring up we have like a halftime show or something like that. We, like, there yeah. is a little bit of a halftime show. Um, I, I, that's a lie. There's no halftime show. <laughs> we should do a halftime show. If we had Donnie here, I bet Donnie could pull up a halftime show for us. A bunch of lasers. Yeah, a bunch of lasers. Lasertron. Strongtown laser show for halftime. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that. Like a <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that one out. They'll be on the project list. So, But then the teams flip at halftime and it's the workout takes a while typically because you're, you're alternating offense to defense and it does take pretty much the entire class. It is a longer through. one for, yep. For um, the Sundays. Yeah. It is especially a long depending one. on what the actual defense movement is. Cause that, that becomes the pace setter ultimately for the day. That's correct. Um, it should be a fun day. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's always a, it's always one of those good workouts that we get a good turnout for. Um, if you haven't done it yet, it's just a, again, you know, on Sundays we'll do the teams of two or three, you know, um, yeah, but then when a different it's kinda, style, broken into like kind of class and class like or half and half kind of you know class versus themselves i'm saying that in a weird way but like um you know it it, uh definitely makes it a little more fun so right it's not so much about sort of arcs or scaled it's more just about getting a workout in and sort of total reps and moving and having a fun day yep that's right um so yesterday was our holiday party that's correct. And I have to thank Barry and Becky for hosting. It was incredibly generous of them. Thank you very much, Becky and Barry. Thank you very thank, much. Thank you, guys. 
Um, and actually, I offered to coach this morning for Becky because it was a late evening. I, I know she had a lot to clean up, especially with the snow and stuff. And uh, she's like, no, no, I'll do it. I got well, it. She was here, ready to go. And she was. And I give her a lot of credit for that. That's right. Yeah, no, didn't. Uh, still, you know, I didn't feel like waking up this morning and still don't feel like being awake right now. So. Yeah, moving a little bit slower. That happens, unfortunately. It's okay. It's Sunday. You'll recover by tomorrow. I hope so. I hope so for the week. Um, so the holiday party was a great time. Always a good time. Yes, always a very good time. Um, it, it's turned into this rotating thing every year where, where we kind of it, it get. I think there was a year that it was at the gym if we go way back to uh, the beginning. Very early. I think one of our second or third years it was. I think we did it once at the gym. We, we did it at the gym, and then it's sort of it's been hosted by sort of a different person each year and it kind of rotates around, but, but it's, it's a really great time. It's always fun to, to, um, you know, to see people sort of outside their workout clothes and in sort of like regular attire and just, yeah, it, it's very, always a fun night. It was a good time. Oh, you know, even the, we had some bad weather conditions, so we still had a great turnout from a lot, a lot of people that made sure the to show up and then, uh, just, you know, it was a lot of fun. And actually, you know, Barry had a, a pool table and got to play some pool, which, you know, he did. I was doing that a couple of weeks ago, but really haven't played in a long time, which is a very, you know, fun thing to do. So. I, I got to play with Esteban, and we were talking about um, how pool or sort of at a party or sometime, whenever you're being social, th- that he was talking about how it's almost like a bell curve in some ways, where there's a point where you're playing the game and you're, you're warming up, you're getting better, you're getting better, and then it just gets to the point where it's just you're not getting better. Um, Maybe for you, but I just I'm perfect all the time. I mean, I hit every shot 100. <laughs> just nothing but every, snipers. Every angle, every time, 100. percent That's I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so Esteban and I had two great games, and then it was just the wheels came off the bus. That will happen. And, that will happen. And Barry, in true Barry fashion, he had the rules of the game printed out on a clipboard. Now there's some controversy that there he's, some uh, controversy. he actually just wrote those up himself <laughs> and uh, just printed out like that, saying that they're official rules. When really it's just like him, the official Mickey's rules, his rules, you know, what uh, Barry's rules. Still under, uh, you know, still you Un- know, under, under investigation. Yeah, under investigation right now, you know, under review to see if this is actually uh, official. Yeah, it was. Um, it was rules. I, I, I did. I felt like I knew the rules, but apparently I didn't know the rules. Yeah, um, some yeah, yeah. He supposedly you know highlighted all of the the, uh, <laughs> the rules that people uh, you, mis, you know misunderstand or you know I thought like when you scratch the ball goes on one side of the table, but I guess you can technically place it wherever you'd like to place it. Um, so I think there's just a lot of shenanigans done by Barry, and he's saying they're official rules. Yeah, but, you know, house rules. We'll to, yeah, we'll have to look into this. So, um, yeah. It was fun, though. I haven't played pool in a while. Like, we recently we moved the dartboard over to the annex at the gym, so I've been getting back in the darts a little bit. Um, nowhere near as good as I used to be. I feel like you're actually pretty good at the game right now. But and I mean, any game that you can uh, have a beer and play is always a, a fun game. Yeah. It's a game of skill. That's, that's true. Accuracy, yeah. one of the ten physical attributes. Um, so, Mike, I was hoping we could take a quick left turn in, in this conversation really quick because... Uh, we're, we're in January. We're a few weeks or a couple of weeks into our Strong Star Nutrition Challenge, um, which is a little bit macro-based. It's a little bit different than some of the challenges we've done in the past, where I think typically we've always done uh, paleo or more clean eating type challenges, where the food that you can eat is a little bit more restrictive. Um, the macros, that, you know, I've always heard it referred to as sort of flexible dieting in some ways. Um, 
it does give you a little bit more flexibility as long as you're sort of within your sort of goal targets for your fats, your carbohydrates, and your protein. Um, you're not doing the macro challenge, but I believe you and Kelly were doing a little bit. You, you guys do this every year. Do like a dry January? What were you sort of? Uh, for two weeks. You for know, two weeks. This year worked out where then worked right up to the party. So we just like two weeks, uh, no alcohol, you know, and stuff like that, just to kind of have a little cleanse. And just stuff yeah, like reset that. the. Yeah, hit the reset yeah, button. Just hit the reset button, you know. So yeah, uh, we didn't. Uh, I didn't do the the uh, nutrition challenge this year, but uh, Kelly's not in it. But she's been doing macros for the probably the past two to three years now. Yeah, actually, very she's, consistently. So um, very consistently. She's been a great. We have a, a Facebook group set for the challenge where you know people sort of put their questions in and whatnot. And uh, Kelly's been a great resource in there. Um, she knows her info on it. So so, so I I appreciate her her chiming in and sort. Of sharing her experience and some of her um, suggestions with uh, the, the tips and tricks for, for sort of hitting some of your, your numbers and staying on track with things. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I got, I got to get clearly better at keeping track of my stuff. Um, something to definitely focus on, but uh, I've heard so far great results from everyone that's been doing it, um, seeing better results with their workouts or just, you know, already five, six pounds down, um, you know, some, some big, Changes already happened yeah. for a lot of individuals that are participating in the nutrition challenge. Actually, one of the most surprising ones is uh, Stacy Borowski. Um, I guess so. I did, you know, I did talk for the nutrition challenge b- before it started, and uh, Stacy was there, and I think she sort of went home and told Rob that you know she doesn't know if she's going to do it. It seems like it's too much, and uh, I, I think Rob t- or she, I think she told Rob that it looks hard. <laughs> I think Rob's response was like yes it is and that you should do it and uh she has done it and like i give her a lot of credit she she's well she's not really submitting her scores for the challenge but but i feel like she's tracking her food and she's doing everything she should be in terms of the nutrition side of it she's just actually not really doing the actual challenge side of it but but she's actually been like she's been great with hitting her numbers and i think she's found it very it's been much easier to sort of adjust to than i think she felt it would be. that's good hopefully it's you know the idea behind it is that it like, can work it into your daily life that, you know, if you like having some bread or a beer mixed in there or something like that, you know, you can work that into your numbers that uh, it still works for your, uh, your, no, you know, your, your numbers and your nutrients, as they call it, your macronutrients, yeah, yeah. as they call it. Like if it, you so. really want that English muffin, you can still have the English muffin. You're mm-hmm. just going to need to sort of be aware of what you're eating throughout the rest of the day. That is true. Yep. To hopefully not sort of spike any, uh, any one sort of macronutrient a little bit too much. That is correct. Um, but it's actually, it's been a good experience for me because I, I feel like I was, I, I've always sort of been doing the meal prep thing for some time, but I've, I honestly was not aware of what I was intaking or like what my daily levels were in terms of, I, I felt like I was a little bit more balanced than I, than I actually was. So it's been a good, um, it's been a real good learning experience for me just in terms of trying to understand what my body is actually taking in. That's good. True facts. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know how to respond to that. It's yeah. True facts. True facts. Good. Boom. You need like some sound effects there. Like, boom, boom, boom. True facts. <laughs> you got to get a soundboard. <laughs> true facts. Um, I, I don't know, Mike. I, I don't really have too much else for today. I, I appreciate you know you coming on the show. Appreciate that. Um, I appreciate you drawing the numbers. Appreciate that. You, you were great at them. Did my best. You did. You did a good job mixing them up. Good job drawing the numbers. We're going to update the board for people and share a photo on Facebook so people can see the actual uh, what squares they have. 
Um, but again, the Super Bowl is not till February second, so we do have. Yep. Yeah, but we'll get it up there, so then you're gonna see, and then you know what you got going on. So. Yeah. Um, Mike, thank you for coming on the show, and I will. Uh, I will talk to you soon, man. All right. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Strongtown Talks. This show is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose for your podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to leave us a rating or review. We are always trying to improve and grateful for any feedback we get.